What up, y'all? Welcome to The Bald and the Beautiful. I am introducing this because Melissa's voice was left back in California. Mm -hmm. uh, we are currently on pre-vacation vacation. Her 38th birthday party was a smashing success. Her voice is still there on the dance floor right now. Mm -hmm. so I'm Kevin Stage. This is my lovely wife, Miss Kevin Stage. We have Angel and Marcus, and we are joined by the lovely, beautiful, and talented Ryan and Clara Ubre from Married at First Night. Please, please welcome them to the show. Ryan, the first thing I want to say, uh, Ryan and Clara, congratulations on, on saying yes on decision day. Ryan, it looks like you left the mustache on uh, the reunion special. What was the reason? I was I was fully engaged with the mustache. You know, it's funny. I, I just got out of the shower not too long ago, and it was like, should I cut the mustache? Should I bring it back? It's uh, It comes and goes. It comes and goes. A certain amount of confidence it takes for a man to have uh, that mustache, <laughs> um, and I, I am proud of you. So this is going to just be kind of a free-for-all. Like we said, Melissa's voice sucks. Yeah, um, uh, being that right you, already, you already talked about Melissa's voice sucking, I just want it to be known that you all are here. However, the monitor is here. So that's probably where I'm going to be looking most of the time. Just FYI. We're going to be looking cross-eyed. We, we, we having all types of difficulties. Yeah. So first things first, how's it been going? Like now that the cameras yes. are off and now that y'all are not being dissected by people like us. Yeah. Because you know, y'all dissecting us. I've never heard of it. Oh, you oh. already know the Tanksleys. They, we they go did. I didn't, I didn't say anything. The, you liar. <laughs> we go hard on everybody. We wish everybody the best, but we go hard for the for the sake of entertainment. But now yeah. that all of that is gone, how are y'all doing? Good. Yeah, I I would say uh, great. Um, something that has been awesome is just like the naturalness of like day-to-day -day life. Mm. It, it's not, you know, you got to do this, do this, do this, do this. There's like a little bit of a, a beauty into the, uh, I don't know, our, our flow of what we want to do and how we want to do it. Um, and I really think something that's been really cool that we were talking about yesterday, especially with like COVID right now, I'm still working from home. So like on days that she's not flying, like we are, we are together, like 110% you know, all, all the time. So um, as quick of a process as it is, you guys might see Miska coming and going right now. Hears us talking Miska to makes mm -hmm. the rules. Miska does what she pleases. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, she, hears us talk, she hears us talking to people. She doesn't want to tell you. What was it like? I, I, I'm curious to know because, you know, us four as couples are all in the entertainment industry and in the public eye. You guys have the burden of marrying at first sight being on a wildly popular TV show and having people tape your, the first parts of your marriage. How, how did you like, how did you cope with all of that? And YouTube people on YouTube telling what you should and shouldn't do. Like, how do you even begin to have any sense of normalcy while the show's going on and you know, you're, and you're married. So I, what I have broken this down to is three phases. You got phase one, which is filming everything. Um, and that is incredibly intensive and uh, not always super enjoyable, but it's like, once you get through that, you're like, okay, the hardest part's done. Not necessarily true. You go to phase two and that's airing. You think the hardest part's done. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone's got an opinion. You're seeing things that you said mm -hmm. kind of, and things people said kind of, and that's really really tough and then it's like if you get past that you get to phase three where everybody recognizes you 
and then you sort of fade into the oblivion slowly. And, and, and I would add, there, there's like a little bit to add into phase one into phase two is because you know all these things have happened. So like, you know, after all the things that transpired on the show, it's almost like you have like this weight on your chest and people are like excited. They're like, oh, you're on this show. And you're like, I'm on the show, but there's a lot of stuff that uh-huh. you're about to see, you know? The whole like, season of stuff you're about to see. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I think that's probably one of the uh, biggest things that I probably wasn't prepared for is that people don't necessarily realize the timeline of events in like actual real time. Like you're seeing this, but this happened six months ago, eight months ago in, in, in our heads, you know? So does that, uh, I imagine uh, as a married man, does seeing that or having people bring that up, bring those feelings back forward? Ooh. Oh, very triggering is it, a great word. Yeah. It, that, that, that's like that's like spot on because when you think when you think about the show being filmed, like so much gets filmed, and then you you as a viewer might see two hours of two weeks, and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of contextual things that happen to say like, hey, well, you had this conversation and it ended just like that, and you suck. <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's. <laughs> There was, you know, I still yeah. have to wake up the next morning and she did too. And we talked about it some more, but you, you don't necessarily get to see all of that. Yeah, so Do you I, feel like that? Go ahead. Go ahead, Marcus. No, so speak. You can speak now. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that aids in your communication? I feel like in some ways uh, that's a great springboard of being reflective in a relationship and being able to see those things back and saying, okay, this is what I meant, this is this, and being able to kind of work through those things? So I think something that is important when you're watching it back is recognizing that you're watching it through someone else's lens, someone who's never met you. Because we film it, they produce it, then it goes to editing. Those people have never met us. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy to watch it and think, okay, we need to have a conversation about this. But it's like, we have to keep the memory of, of how the conversation really went intact and know like, okay, that wasn't necessarily bad for us then. So we can't make it a big deal now. Understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would, I would say to add on to that, I agree with that hundred percent. There's also like, I remember, I can't remember specifically when we had this conversation, but I remember us having a conversation while the show is airing of us saying, we know what's real and we know what's, what's, you know, a little spice is being added to it. We, mm-hmm. we know the things that, that we do need to sit down and discuss. And we know the things that were like, you know, that were added into the, into the plot a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, like I said this, you know, many times before, and I even asked the question while we were filming one time, if the four of us were put in that situation, do we think we would have made it? And I think unanimously throughout the group, we were like, no, like I don't think me and Angel would have made it had we been put together on the first time ever meeting. It was like, all right, now you're married. It would have lasted probably about four or five hours after that night. Um, But so (laughs) now that you all are, you went through that process, which nobody can deny it's gotta be extremely difficult. Um, And with all these eyes on you, now that you're in your private life, is it like so much better and relieving now? It's like, because I know for a fact I've been in like a, a reality show filming and I hate film crews. <laughs> like I would say, shut up, get out of my face. So now that you don't have all that stress, does it make marriage that much better? 
I'm going to, I'll answer that question. I want to comment on what you just said, Marcus, because that's a really, really good point. Or like, it's, I think it's something you should give yourself more credit in getting put into this scenario, because I think that there's, there's one of two things that are going to happen in a scenario like this. It is going to forge you closer than any relationship that you've ever had, or it's going to push you in the, in the opposite. It's going to be one of two things. Uh The reason I say that is because I specifically remember us getting, you know, to Vegas and those first few days of it, something that I think people lose sight of because of how many episodes have happened. When we get to Vegas, we've known each other for three, maybe four days at that point. The group of guys, I've known them for maybe two weeks at that point. And the reason I bring that up to what you just said is I think Vegas brought us closer together in a shorter amount of time than anything could have ever happened. You know, like when you're going through this, I remember you know, getting off the bus and us talking and the, and the camera's getting away for a second. And it's like, it's, it's, it's you and I, like, it's, it's me and you. I didn't come here for the other couples. I didn't come here for you know, all that other stuff. It's, it's me and you. Like, I just, I just don't respectfully. And I love all everybody else. I just don't have time for that. That was very apparent <laughs> that you were like, ah, listen, praise God for everybody in their <laughs> union. Clara, you, me, this is why we're here. Was that, was that something that you all got an understanding of very clearly? Cause I feel like you all, if I think about all the couples, you all probably the most had a very strong pack about, this experience, though it's being captured by cameras, it is truly about you and our intimate moments and how we decide we want to handle our marriage. Was that something you all decided on early on? Or am I reading that wrong and that wasn't something y'all had decided on? I, I don't think it would necessarily, and feel free to add to it, I don't think it's necessarily something that we decided on to be like, hey, like, we're not speaking about this. Like, clearly, clearly <laughs> There is there's something that gets said in the show. If Clara wants to say something, she's gonna say it. And I and I love her for it. Like that's that that's very different for me, but it encourages me to view things from a different, you know, a different perspective. And so I wouldn't necessarily say it was a pact, but it was just I, I can't I, I can't put into words, you know, maybe it's more of me in the sense of like, I'm a pretty like, you know, I don't know, I'm a pretty uh like quiet dude in the sense of like I do what I do, I'm routine, I wake up, I do the same things. And for me to get plunged in this scenario like this and like, hey, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Like, you know, all these different things that are happening, for me, the only thing that I knew to do was to cling on to the vows that I made to her that, hey, I, I don't care about anything else. I said I do to you. And, you know, I wish everybody else the best, but I got to take care of her. I made a promise to her, her parents to take care of her. Okay, we're going to take a quick break uh, and hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. You guys, we here at The Bald and the Beautiful want to make sure you are living your best life. And we know that sometimes there are things that you can't help, that you just need professional help to get you there. And that is why we're excited to have BetterHelp sponsor this episode of The Bald and the Beautiful. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. 
You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions. So you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating, excuse me, committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash TBTB. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the bald and the beautiful listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash tbtb tbtb thank you so much better help <laughs> all right thank you for our sponsors we're brad go ahead uh claire so i was just gonna add to that and say um uh, again i say everything that's on my mind and i very clearly said when we first met you know my biggest fear is that i've come into this all in and i'm afraid that you won't have and i think that that was really really important for us to establish very early on that again we're not here for the other couples we're not here for the cameras. Yes, that's what brought us together, but we both really came into this with the intention of making a marriage work. And I think without both of us being on the same page with that, we wouldn't have been able to be as successful as we ended up being. Yeah, listen, uh, I feel like the, you know, um, my name is Benny, I ain't in it was probably needed for this season more than any other season. I feel like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about the ratings, but- Listen, we had our successful YouTube videos. It was a, it was something. <laughs> were you guys like, um, we don't have to speak on particulars, but were you guys in the season like, fam, this is a lot. Like, this is a lot. The, <laughs> oh, most of the stuff happened in the group, like, settings. You know what I'm saying? Was it, did it feel like that to y'all? Because I know it felt like that to us and, you know, the viewers. We came home from our week in Vegas and we sat down with both sets of parents and a handful of friends and we were like, y'all are not going to be. <laughs> And, I, and like I tell you, with without fail, every time would be like, what's that mean when people are like, man, that's crazy. And it's like, you, you, you like, don't understand. <laughs> you don't. And then the <laughs> and people are texting you like, why didn't you tell me this? I'm like, mom, like I, t- I, I, I told you this. Like I, I told you this, mom, very clearly. I told you. <laughs> you know, my, my favorite moment from probably SB from mine, like, there's a, everybody knows about the scene on the bus and everybody's going on. This is right. <laughs> got the business over. That's so. what it looked like, Ryan. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm not, we're not yeah, participating not, in foolishness. For nothing. Yeah. Oh. Angel Marcus, y'all computer glitched. We we missed the joke completely. Oh, y'all man. were completely glitched. I was like, I hope something funny is happening, but we, <laughs> well, it, it was hilarious. Best moment of, that we had recorded. <laughs> the thing that I, I will say about like that particular moment in the build up to that moment, I think something really in my in my train of thought. Again, like I'm gonna harp back to 
we have known these people. I've known her for three days. I've known the wives for three days. Like for me to interject myself in that, into that scenario without somebody asking me like, Hey, Kim, if you ask me for advice on something, all right, I'll give you advice. Right. Right. But if you haven't asked for my advice, then I'm not going to give it. And you know, I'm going to pray for you, wish you the best and hope things work out <laughs> that, that they work out. But that just wasn't, that wasn't, I felt my scenario to interject. And so. Yeah, I, I, listen, I understand. I think a lot of times people um, forget that you are also trying to work out your own marriage. In real time. Yeah. In real time. And Claire, I think for you, it, it looked like you were just like, this is my homegirl. We just newly homegirls, but I got to at least, you know, do my part. And then when that happened, you were like, you know what? This is my husband. This yeah. is my husband. I'm just, I'm I'm just focus on my husband. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about that timeline. I think that's the hardest thing for people who are not on the show. One, we are watching entertainment. We're watching television. And we are watching, you know, one day span out over three weeks, four weeks, right? And I think that the compressed timeline that you guys have seems like the hardest part of that. Like it is literally meet a person the next day or so you're on your honeymoon, like with a person you just met and you have cameras. Like I, I just want us, you guys to reset us. I think we'll probably take it easier on further seasons because you know, we're watching that show. We're on our eighth episode and y'all are on Thursday. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. no, spot, no, yes. 100%, spot on, spot on. No, I mean, go for it. I, I was going to say, yeah, like that, if you just break it down by timeline, like, I I can't remember, like, specifically, but I want to say the first episode is getting to meet everybody, the, the next two or three episodes is the wedding, like, four, five, six, seven is the honeymoon, so you're at seven episodes in on, like, 18, 20 episodes yeah. total of the show, you're halfway through with the season and you're only one week into this. Thing. Right. And so that's like, people are like, I can't believe this. I can't believe that he needs to move faster. And all this stuff. I'm like, bro, it's, it's been six days. It's been, it's been, it's been six, six, days. Days. six days for us. I don't, I'm, I'm still trying to learn your cell phone number here. Like I don't <laughs> like by, by memory, I got it programmed in, but I don't know it off the top of my head yet. Like, that's real. <laughs> As smartphones, you don't have to remember numbers these days, okay? I know Kez, that's about it. And we only know each other because we've known them since before smartphones. We actually yeah. had to memorize them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to commend you, Claire. I remember one episode where I was like, me and Claire are the same. When Ryan brought you donuts and he was asking you about your whole life and you were just like, look, man, I I, was, I came for the donuts, okay? I came for the, you asking all these oh questions. My God. We talk about the donuts. I have never connected to a person on television more than in that moment. What was going through your mind? You know what? So something else that you don't see is that the way they present episodes maybe doesn't happen in the same order that way. Uh -huh. So what I didn't know at the time was we were about to go to Jake's pool party. I'm hungry. I wanted to get food. I, this was a surprise date he planned. And then Jake's party was a surprise. And I'm like, I want dinner. Okay. Right. And now, first. and it, it's one of those things where I can talk for hours on something that I can talk about, but it was like, I don't have anything to add to this conversation. So I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Grumpy <laughs> and I'm eating the donuts and I'm like, can we please find something that I can at least talk about? <laughs> I was so over, I wasn't trying to be rude, but I was just like, 
Hey, goals are go, goals are important, you know. You get it. Absolutely. It's not during donuts. Not during. I think. Oh, go ahead, Claire. I'm sorry. No, I just said priorities. Yeah, I think you know we said we touched on this a little bit at the beginning of the episode, but like cameras being there, not 24 hours, but a lot of time, right? And then you have the the, the closed circuit uh, ones nobody on earth's relationship would look well under that light. Even, oh, you know, Melissa and I, it, it's 17 years of, of, of marriage as of a couple of weeks ago. Um, and also you, you know, we, we know we're watching TV, so you, you're going to put up enough to create a television show, right? So were you guys ever seeing stuff like, put all the other good stuff in, we was having great days. Well, I think we did the math and it's like for every minute you see, there's four hours that you don't. Wow. That is some We're perspective. We're coming 60 hours a week for basically 12 weeks between getting told and then decision day. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot where I'm like, okay, but I have so many nice things to say. What's up it's, with that? It's it's tough because actually I went on uh, a live with Miles from the New Orleans season the yeah. other week. And we, and we talked about that in the sense of like, I think a mind shift change for all of us that we really have to go through while the show, like the show is meant to put people together. There's also like an entertainment value. in sure, it. Of course, and, for sure. For sure. And like, I'm guessing, see, look, look at you saying for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my jammy jam. And yeah, that's, that's my jam. And so what I'm, what we have to look at, I'm sure y'all have experienced being in this light so much is that like, when people are commenting, like, sure, there's mean comments here and there, like behind the camera, but like a lot of the things that we're doing is from an entertainment aspect. And so yeah. like my analytical brain, probably what got me in trouble on the show a lot is I probably just asked too many questions. Like it was like, I remember specifically when we did the, uh, the yoga and like, I'm like, yo, I love yoga. I do yoga probably like once or twice a week. It's great. It's awesome. And so they were like, we're going to do tantric yoga. And I'm like, Googling, I don't know what tangent is. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I'm like, so after this, we should have sex. Is that like what you're saying by that? And they're, and they're like, uh, just do the tantric yoga, Ryan. Like, My analytical brain has to understand it. I, I get that. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. want to talk to you today about Magic Spoon. At my big age of 38, I thought by now I'd be done with cereal. You know, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to have a briefcase. I'm going to have a Lincoln Town Car. I'm going to eat adult stuff for cereal for, for breakfast. I was wrong. I still eat cereal. But growing up, I was able to eat super sugary, unhealthy cereals. At my big age, my bowels can't take it. So thank God I got me some magic spoon. I've been able to cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food, and all that, and still have an amazing treat that's good in the morning, late at night, middle of the day, a snack or a meal, and that's cereal. Listen, it's got zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. I personally, I like to make my own blenamin. That's blueberry and cinnamon. I know it's non-traditional, but I like, I say, let me get some blendamin in my body. And my body say, oh, we like the blendamin. Oh, yeah. So you mix blueberry and cinnamon together, you get blendamin. Try it and let me know what you think. 
So here's what I want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TBTB to grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TBTB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asking. Listen, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash TBTB and use the code TBTB to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode and back to the show. All right. Thank you guys for supporting our sponsors. We're back. Uh, I want to know. I have a question. Too. Oh, please go ahead. Well, what made you guys decide to do the show? I'm always wondering, like, when you go back, like, what is going on in your world, in your mind that you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. That's a great question. Go, yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't know. We, both of us were contacted on Instagram. I guess that's very normal in reality TV for yeah. casting people to go on the dating apps and Instagram and whatever. Sure. Um, and for me, it was like, I got contacted and was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I was like, there's not, never in a million years is this going to happen. So what do I have to lose? Like, they want me to be famous, whatever. Like, no, that's never going to happen. So for me, it was like, you know, I very much believe everything happens for a reason right. going on. So it wasn't like I was wasting time with these right. interviews because there was nothing else to do. And I was like, well, if I get picked, it's it's meant to be, but I'm not going to get picked. So it doesn't matter. And then it was like further and further and further. And then once it came down to it, it was like, okay, well, they said, what, 70,000 people applied for this season. So clearly there's a reason that oh, yeah, come to me and I would be a fool not to give it a chance. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to say for, for me, really my rationale for doing the show, um, my background, I've, I've given a lot of myself professionally. Um, I've moved around a lot. I moved out to California, moved out to Philly. I've, I've done a lot of traveling for work pre-COVID. You know, there was a time when I was on a project in, to San Francisco, literally Monday through Friday. So a lot of my, my like, personal life and social life had been uh, really like focused on work. And so I really had never made time or probably I would say I made time, but not enough time in the appropriate amount of time to like make a relationship successful. And so I thought in a scenario like this, it would be a, it would really be a good opportunity to have people that are, you know, experts that do, you know, specialize in this field to match me with somebody. I mean, the, the uh, process of getting to this is very extensive yeah. in the sense of the questions that you go through, the psych evaluations. I mean, like, I, I remember the questions that like, it's, a lot. it's not like what, what's your political affiliation. It's like, how do you feel about gay rights? How do you feel about these things? Uh, and it's, and it's yeah. very, it's very specific. And I, hopefully mm-hmm. I can say those things, but it's, it's very, you, you answer, how do you feel about gun rights? So it's very, very specific. And so I felt if, if I was open and honest, uh, that, that the right person would appear. Yeah, I think, um, well, actually I have one more question. I'll go to what I think. What was, well, let me say what I think. I, <laughs> I can see why the experts put you guys together. And I was like, I remember from the beginning, I was like, I felt, I felt like you guys, I had a really strong, uh, hope for the only thing that I felt like might be an issue is the timeline and then the pressure you know you have like the other the producers pressure and the social pressures and things like that because I remember you know the whole thing of like well Ryan say I love you and you know sex that thing was like a thing and I was I kept telling myself man this is like oh, sex old. was a thing sex oh was yeah a- <laughs> <laughs> was sex a thing oh yeah, a man thing. I said Ryan is a gentleman. He is preserving himself. He wants to make sure everything is good. But I think, um, I, and, and you know, we were right. I feel like you guys had, uh, you guys had a great shot in it and obviously worked out. Um, what, what I want to know is the moment the cameras left, wasn't it immediate 
like whole new world for you guys? Or was it like, did it take some time to decompress from that part being such a big part of your lives? Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, the very first day done with the show, it was a presidential election. <laughs> so, oh, that, my so we just had stress all the way through. That, oh, so my that, yeah. literally that wasn't up. even done the first day. That was dragged on yeah. for a, a month or two. Yeah. We wrapped on Monday, and then Tuesday was the election. So we oh my God. Our, like, oh we're, my like, we're God. done. I think we stayed up till probably like 1, 2 in the morning yeah, watching. Yeah, y'all y'all <laughs> yes. had to live through the results of the election and then the election trying to get overturned for another three months. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That, that was that was day one of marriage and it was real. <laughs> it was it was it was crazy. But to to answer your question, um I, I would say like it, it it was just it was getting into like a routine away. And I know I like I keep saying that, but like um understanding like her schedule and her preferences because it's it's really I'll be honest with you. I think it's actually tougher during the show to understand those things because you're on an atypical schedule. Like you have these filming requirements. So you can't necessarily do the things like I talked about the gym, you know, at the beginning of the show. And I feel like I took a two month break from Mm. it. And that's a really big part of my life that she sees every day. So like, it's almost like you learn each other from the show's lens, but you almost like relearn each other outside of the show as well. Well, and for me, something you guys didn't get to see that I was kind of surprised was I struggle with anxiety, like severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I talked about that a good bit. So I, I anyway, but the filming process so stressed me out. I was mm. miserable, y'all. I didn't like, I didn't like it. And I felt so not myself by the end of it because I had basically shut down. And people online are like, she lost her sparkle. I did because I was not, I was just so anxious. And then Mm. the cameras go away. And I, in that week of the election was like, okay, I can breathe. And I feel like myself again. And now I can really start this marriage from a a healthier place. Mm -hmm. And you can learn who I am away from like severe anxiety. I think that's something that's really tough that people don't like comprehend. Like if there's a a comment or a current comment that I get all the time on social media is like, you knew what you were signing up for. And it's like, but no, like we, we didn't, so to speak, like don't get me wrong. The analytical guy here watched, you know, the past three or four seasons and tried to, you know, pick his chess moves throughout everything. But (laughs) at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, your first time driving a car, people can tell you how to drive a car, but until you yeah. put the gas and the key in the ignition and the first red light and someone breaks, like you don't know what to expect. Right. So we knew what to expect, but you don't know what to expect until that camera gets turned on. Somebody tells you something crazy and you got a camera in your face and somebody says, what do you think about that? Yeah. I, uh, I am just so shocked by Claire's statement. I would, you seem like such a natural in front of the camera and I figured if we weren't hearing from you a lot during the episode is because we had so much other mess of like stuff that people were going through. So that's definitely something that I don't think many, uh, any of the audience pros- uh, possibly picked up on, but on a, like maybe a brighter note, and hopefully y'all didn't ask this when we were having all of our technical a little hiatus again, Jesus help us. 
what was y'all's favorite part? Like, I know there's a lot of parts that you can like dissect and be like, this was just, uh, but what was the part that you were just like, well, this is pretty cool. Um, well, June buggies, uh, that was pre, pre fight. Oh yeah. my God. That was so, so cool. You see like 30 seconds of it, but we were right. like five miles into the desert, oh, like no. no cell phone service. It was I would I would do that again. I would yeah. gladly pay the money to do that again. It was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Our helicopter ride. I was absolutely. What the our whole like one month anniversary date. We really actually enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, the one the the helicopter ride over Atlanta was gorgeous. Um, just seeing Atlanta through a different lens and having her there uh, with me and, and us doing that together. Like mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. Like we look back and like okay, those are shared memories that we're going to take away from this that. I don't know if we'll forget the other things that happened along the way, but those are the things that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell, you know, friends and families and tell stories about that forever. Those are the ones that you cherish. Yes. Without a doubt. We got some selfies and pictures we took that, that are, that are for us, you know. Y'all had a good one month anniversary. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just making the statement. Theirs was a good one. Like when I think about the, what people did for their one month, y'all had a good one. The helicopter ride was a dope one. We're going to take a quick break while these sirens are in the back. Y'all, y'all know I'm going to be on tour, on planes all the time. And I want to be able to get into my books because I haven't been able to uh, read many books, especially not after having Amar, the landlord. He takes up all my time. (laughs) But now, y'all, I got Audible. Now, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. You can get the largest selection of audiobooks from bestsellers and new releases. You can also get binge-worthy podcasts as well and original entertainment from top celebrity creators. Y'all, there are so many great books out there right now, especially books by wonderful Black female authors. You got to get into it. So we want you to check out Audible, okay? Uh, because Audible is where you're going to be able to get all of your great summer reads done and feel accomplished. You know, I always feel like I'm special when I've read a book. I feel smarter for yeah. some reason to be like, I read that. I did. I saw it. I seen it. You are smarter, <laughs> Angel, as a result. You definitely are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. Audible Thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, Audible that's makes how- it easy because you can audio listen. Yeah, you can audio listen. You can, um, the uh, Michelle uh, Obama's uh-huh. becoming, it's a thick book. I own the paperback, but guess who didn't get to read none of the words? Me. But I got to hear her read the words to me because that's what I had time for. Okay. Especially sitting in traffic on the 405. I was like, Michelle, talk to me. So this is what we want. Am I, before you do that thing, in my book club, we're doing a, a series on Black women authors. And we're listening, obviously, to all of them on Audible. And we did Michelle Williams. Yvonne Orgy and who else did we just do? There was someone else that just came out with a book. Oh, Sarah Jakes Roberts. And we listened to all of them and listening to an author give their book in the form and the inflection in their voice is an experience like none other. Michelle yeah. Williams is talking to you like, like your homegirl, the way she kind of talks and giggles. Um, uh, Yvonne, I mean, not Yvonne. Um, Sarah. Lovey. Lovey's book is Love like it. that as well. But so is Sarah's actually as well. Like they just have an energy that 
you get when you're audio listening that you don't get when you're just reading. So that's, it's always my favorite way to experience a book is through audio listening. And, and one other tidbit before I tell y'all where to go so y'all can get on this. You know, I got uh, one of my children, he is uh, dyslexic. And one of the things that helps is if he's listening to the words while he's reading. Um, so you can do that with Audible. If you have a child that is, um, that they so learn differently, being able to give them the gift of Audible so that they can relax their mind as they read is I'm telling you, you're going to take them to higher heights. So this is what we want you to do. We want you to visit audible.com slash TBTB or text TBTB to 500-500. I'm going to tell y'all that one more time. Visit audible.com slash TBTB or text TBTB to 500 slash 500. And just so you know, when you sign up for Audible, you will get one credit every month good for any, ti- any title in the entire premium selection. So that's a treat that you automatically get as an Audible member is one credit every month good for any title in their entire premium selection. Thank you, Audible, for sponsoring this podcast. And now back to the show. All right, we're back from a break. We got Ryan and Claire Oubre from uh, Married at First Sight. um, And they are still married at Second Sight and Third Sight. Uh, What are you guys looking forward to now that you guys are on the other side of the roughest part? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, the end of COVID, getting back to normal. You Mm -hmm. know, it's hard to say what we're looking forward to because it's like we have so much going on in the next six months like we're looking forward to a lot of little things yeah the the, the tough part like that uh, doesn't get really shown on the show a lot is dealing with covid while the show is filming yeah did multiple times a week um i we dealt with false positives of people like i was I was ready to film a scene with one of my best friends and she had a, she had a false positive. She had to get tested two more times. And it's like the stress and anxiety, and even like you want to go out after filming and just maybe like see people, you know, it was like, I, I think about um, after we filmed the last of decision, like that big, that big uh, group meetup and like everyone came over to our house and we're talking and meeting and we're like, this is our first time having a conversation without microphones on. So it's like, it's it's like little, it's like little things like that, uh, like meeting extended family and friends that we really didn't get to do. We had 13 people uh, each at the wedding. So, wow. Are you guys going to renew your vows? Uh, We're trying to, but so with the way the show went, we weren't allowed to reach out to vendors until after the show was over. So I can't find a venue for love or money in the city of Atlanta. So I bet medically, yes. Potentially, it may get pushed back to next new year. We're kind of playing it by year right now. Yeah, it's been tough. Where is, has that, it? Uh, is that the day you guys got married? No. Our, our wedding anniversary is August 29th, so roughly oh. two months away. We wanted to do okay. Yeah. Clara, has this, has you been, you know, you guys basically became instantly famous uh, over the course of like two, and the Married at First Sight fan base is a rabid. Oh my God. And we're part of that fan base. We listen. We're late though. We had nothing, Ryan and Claire. You must understand. It was COVID. We had nothing. Married at first sight reached out to us as a show and said, "Please binge us." And we said yes. So right. we are like, <laughs> not literally, guys, not no, it. not the show. I mean, literally. I think Melissa found yes. it and she was watching like every day. And then the new season started. We were immediately hooked. We love it. Uh, has it been hard to do your job, Claire? Since your job, you actually interact with people. So 
yes and no. Um, I was hoping the masks would keep me a little anonymous. That doesn't work. Um, mm -hmm. My wings on my uniform say either Caroline or Madison. That doesn't help. Uh, people still know who I am. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> luckily, uh, for the most part, people have been very, very nice and very respectful. I did have this woman, I think her name was Crazy Sue, and she took like 47 pictures of me while I was working <laughs> the other day. And that was a little much for me. Um, but for the most part, the passengers have been very, very nice. Flight attendants have also either been very nice or not super nice. So that's been kind of weird. I pretty much, I don't bring it up unless somebody else brings it up and then I'll talk to you about it for days. Otherwise I just don't say a word. Do you have, okay. So obviously we like, it's not we, it's me. I like to believe we're one of the most popular review shows of, the, of Married at First Sight. Actually, yeah. I think we do a pretty fair job, to be honest. But do, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, do you have, did you get caught in the rabbit hole watching reviews, uh, doing any of nothing? Good. Good. Good, Good. job. Good don't, job. Look, don't leave us alone. We're terrible for your mental we, health. We are awful. So you, you, what I, oh, sorry, that was, that was a question for you. Well, I'll, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I went down the Reddit rabbit hole. Oh, no. It's on Reddit? That's the worst that's, that's terrible. Plus, you can just kind of scroll until you see your name, and you'd read, like, three or four nice things, and you get to one rude one, and you're like, all right, turn it off. I didn't get into the videos, because I feel like that requires more of a time commitment, and this yeah. is sort of like a passing. So wasn't talking to thing. I learned really quickly that Twitter not my fan base. So <laughs> oh, Let me tell you what. Twitter <laughs> is a cesspool of cynicism. <laughs> every bad thing ever spawns on Twitter. It is a necessary evil in a lot of ways, but boy, it is yeah, not exactly. my favorite platform. It is just like, are y'all okay? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> What's, what's funny for me, I actually did, I feel like I did a really good job of shutting literally everything out. I think I did one week, uh, like reading, uh, like Twitter, Facebook, uh, the matchmaking special. And I was like, that's enough for me. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, it's funny. I shut everything else, else out. But the only thing I did watch is I watched y'all. I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I came across, because obviously, Kev, with you in the comedy space, I came across and I was like, is he talking? He's talking about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, Kev said for sure. I would say that. <laughs> and so every, I, I did a pretty good job because the thing about it, it's, 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 it's dangerous. Like people don't Man. understand that Like for like a marriage. That's really like... Are we fighting about something that's really between us? Or are we fighting about Betty Sue in Wyoming that said, Ryan, he's going to shut up and stop talking about gold. Yes. Let Very me tell true. you what is a dangerous slope, you boy. Correct, Ryan. You, you correct, can do Ryan. that easily. The, the worst thing for people in this business is see a comment that's on your side and be like, hmm. And I know I was right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There are 7,000 more that make your, your spouse right. And I think that's a very important uh, thing you said, Ryan, what are we fighting about? Yeah. Are we fighting about, did we do anything to each other or, or are we triggered or not, maybe not even triggered? Are we frustrated at the like, you know, negativity that's fun? Cause I mean, obviously you guys found love, you found marriage, but you also have, you have social media, which I'm sure the show wishes they could control social media, but it's like the best and worst social media is how we found out about the show. It's how we talk about it. So it helps. 
But also you guys are you guys are people. You're not even like actors. You're right. just people. So you don't have media training. You didn't mm-hmm. grow up preparing for this. Like, at least for me, I've been going through my share of this for years. You guys are just working one day. And then it was like, and I feel like Claire did this. And I don't like, <laughs> like that. Like, that ain't that ain't usually how my comments look. And, and, and the thing is, you know, like you, you still got like your regular group of friends that are like excited that you're on the show. But I had to have like a conversation. I got a group text of like four, four or five of my closest friends. And I'm like, hey, man. You can't send me every meme about. Kevin just had to have that talk. <laughs> I had to have that talk with Angel. I said, girl. I apologize before you had the talk. I said, why did I send you this? She I'm so sorry. I sorry and I'm already in the comments. You know, I can't help myself. I'm so sorry. I'm it's so like, sorry, I, I can block myself out of everybody else. But like you, you are you are in my inner circle now. So when you say something that actually probably does hurt as opposed yeah. to I can I can block out all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, um, no, I want to get this out because I've been holding it since before the last uh, break. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you were talking about uh, like people say, oh, well, you know what you signed up for. And you was like, no, actually, you didn't. I think when people say that they make that comment, they really don't understand the pressure that comes with all that. Like you didn't sign up to be in the public eye, to be make sure you're seen. You signed up to find love. And I, I'm glad you said that. And you got to say that in front of a camera of. Yeah, we signed up for this show, but we didn't sign up to be a celebrity. We didn't sign up for everybody to say any and everything they want to about us. I apologize. We didn't sign up. But it's like it's one of those things where it's like, uh, do you know, did, have you noticed a difference with each other? Like, have you know, like cameras here? Like, OK, here's the camera. We have this conversation. They're gone. All right, look. Oh yeah, because Marcus is a different person on camera than he is off camera. He's Ooh. now finessed that to a to a T. Have you all figured out how to finesse that? I don't need you to. Now listen, I said it. So, so I think this is a good time to talk about something. Oh God! <laughs> so, look at Kim. Look at everybody. Everybody. Marcus going to turn her camera on. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, so to to that point, it's almost like you want you you. You want to, I, I wanted, so the only thing that I want in this world was to take care of her through this process because yeah. I saw how tough and how draining this was and how it was wearing on both of us because it is an experience in itself for a relationship to go through that. It really yeah. just is an experience. And so a hot button item for us was sex the entire time. I'm going to give you guys a spoiler alert. Like <laughs> we had been having sex the entire time. Shut but, up. But, <laughs> but now your voice is strong. <laughs> but, shut up, Ryan. Nope, you shut up right now. Say words to me. But but to but to sit there and protect our relationship, it almost felt like at times the camera was being weaponized because we didn't necessarily want to sit there and entertain those conversations over and over and over again. It felt like there's here's the buzzword. Clara says sexually frustrated, and we can all go home for the night. So. Yeah. And so what you actually start realizing, and I don't think I've ever, ever vocalized this to you out loud, is that this, this thing right here is not as important as this. And so you can sit there and, you know, at a certain point, you can make the comment and say whatever you want here, this, that, and the third, but it's like, I came for this. And so is it cool, like, to have an Instagram following and to be able to do these things? Like, it is cool. It's very cool to sit here and, and talk, talk with y'all. But like at the end of the day, like I didn't come for that. And, and neither one of us really did. And I think that's probably one of the most comforting things that helped us bond together so quickly. Yeah, the, the, every season. Go ahead. Go ahead, Marcus. 
No, no. Every season, it seems to be that person that I can relate to of, yeah, I'm on this show, but I ain't really here for the cameras. Like, I, I, I'm i a very private person. And every time I'm, I, now I can spot it, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Even when everybody disagrees, like, but I get it, because that would be me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not going to get nothing. I was going to say, by the end, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Claire, go ahead. Uh, I, something that we, we had to talk about a lot in the beginning was like, we signed up for Married at First Sight, not Big Brother, not mm-hmm. The Bachelor, mm-hmm. not, you know, we weren't, we didn't sign up for married Love at, and Hip Hop. Married at other couples. <laughs> married at other couples. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we wanted to be married and we wanted to give this a shot. So again, with like the, oh, you guys signed up for this. And we're like, well, we thought we signed up to get married and and be married to each other and whatever else. We didn't think we were doing Celebrity Big Brother where we're all in everybody else's business. And so the last thing I'll add to that, I think what you start seeing between us is us collectively shut down as a a unit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's tough because it's like, yeah, this is for entertainment, but like I look back on previous seasons and I was like ready to like argue about like dirty dishes and you like to make sure you separate the clothes in the laundry, which we discovered you yeah. didn't want to see that today. But like, I was ready to like discuss those things. But now you're like putting me in these scenarios. And it's like, honestly, for me, the, the way my brain was thinking is, is this, a lot of these things that we're seeing on the show, to be honest with you, is bigger than any of us on this, on this, on this meeting right now. And this, this podcast, these are like real life issues. Yeah. I'd rather talk to you about it in a space like that. Like here, than a space mm-hmm. on that television screen because right. those are two different. That, the things I want to talk about, it, it, that's not for entertainment. That's real life. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I think I said toward the end, I was like, "Oh, Ryan likes deep conversations because I'm also Ryan. You, much... you guys would fit in with us at a game night more than <laughs> you would realize. First of all, Ryan dropped bombs over Baghdad and it just kept going. He did. He, did. <laughs> he was like, spoiler <laughs> alert. We were like, what? You know what y'all did, though, in that moment? And this is what you have to do in marriage. You have to say, I choose us. I choose you, regardless of what that means for the show or social media. Hey, you know what? I choose you. I choose us. Let's let's focus. Because at the end of the day, we love you guys. We love the show. After we finish our episode, we go on about our life. And then yes, y'all are yes. sitting here still yes. fussing over what we said in, in the show. And we're at Yard House. We're yes. in our fourth <laughs> week. We don't even remember. Hey. <laughs> like, that's what I had to say to myself. Somebody's comment done got me up, you know, up in arms. And, and they, they not think playing, about it. They're playing video games. Now I'm really over here really fl- flustered about it. And they might not even remember what they said. There, there was something my brother said to me that stuck with me once about the first or second week. You know, this this thing started getting in and we get we're getting DMs. Chad, Chad told me, he's like, bro, these people are using the bathroom in the morning, flicking through Instagram, leaving a comment. They flush and don't think about you for the next couple of days. Yeah. Why, why are you giving people, you know, the, yeah. this power and this control over their comments? And it's like, hey, bro, when you put it like that. <laughs> but it's the thing is, I saw this tweet and it's so good. It said it's hard to take things. It's hard not to take things personally when you're a person. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. It is. Well, I will say one of the biggest things I've taken away from this interview is that Ryan and Jacob watch this show. That's what I, I just, <laughs> we got two of them. We got two, y'all. Two two that we know of. And Clara, I have to know this. You, you hashtag Matt main character energy. No telling you that. Yeah, uh, I was 
at a loss for an Instagram caption and I went on TikTok and typed in good Instagram caption <laughs> and it was in a TikTok. So Hey, hashtag influencing. That's influencing for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, TikTok, I'm not on TikTok. Everybody was like, Melissa, Clara, it's clear. Look, she did. And then, and then. I was like, oh, let me see. Let me <laughs> Let me find out. I saw, I saw that. I saw that. Listen, you guys are are fantastic, man. You guys are great. I really am. I'm honestly, truly, as a married person, I root. We all root for marriages to win. We yeah. know how difficult it is outside mm-hmm. of social media. We are grateful uh, that you guys have taken the time to uh, to sit with us and chat with us. We really appreciate you making the time. You know, y'all working regular lives. I have one question because I hear you wrapping up. Okay, Melissa has one more question. I'm. I'm I was. I know. Kevin ahead. takes control when he gets tired, hungry, or hot. I'm not tired. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you are all of those things space. right now. Right. I'm not tired or hungry. I am hot though. I said or. I said <laughs> I or, not and. That's why I said I stopped that tired, hungry. <laughs> I didn't say hot. Okay. And I wanted to keep them within an hour. We we about had them over an hour because they've oh. been. Here. Oh, okay. If y'all got time, we got time. Yeah, we're good. I, See, I we take like, advantage. Okay, he's hot. What he does, he, he, and then no, he I want to respect it. y'all time. This is marriage. Kev, I do oh, see your boobs. Y'all, y'all could have said y'all were here before we Angel and them even came on before we came on. Y'all was sitting. I just want to make sure we're respectful of y'all of y'all time. Y'all are good. We, good. We've been this is this is top three podcasts we've been waiting to get on. <laughs> Yay! Whoa. I love it. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you individually? And then you as a couple. Ooh, this is a good one, Melissa. There good you go, question. Melissa's voice was strong for that one, too. Uh, Wasn't it working uh, just perfectly right? Uh, Did uh, the uh, Lord grant her enough favor for that moment? It's great. Yeah. God's grace. Jesus be Jesus be So I, I touched on this earlier. I, I saw a lot of comments of people being like, oh, Clara lost her sparkle. Ryan is controlling Clara, you know, whatever. I think the biggest misconception is no man can say anything that's going to change what I'm going to say. If I'm losing my sparkle, it's got nothing to do with him telling me to sit down and shut up. A man cannot tell me what to do. I will heed his advice respectfully, but if I'm going to say or do something, I'm, I'm strong, independent woman and I'm going to say or do what I'm going to say or do. So for me, it was like, I don't know how people came to the conclusion that he's, silencing me or whatever um and then i guess the biggest misconception about us was i mean the sex thing was obvious oh that was man the love thing too because i didn't tell him i loved him until he told me first really i never said that until he did first it wasn't in none of your letters so i would say like like I, I call her love all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I ever said like love you, but like I would say love Ryan. Like, it, but I, I say love like all the time, like texting, like a, like a pet name, I guess. Like, you know, hey, so love. Like, yeah. Ah. Uh, so was that the first time on the reunion? Oh, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Okay. That really was the first time. Yeah. It was the first time. Oh. Oh, that's okay. so interesting. Okay, Ryan. Um, man, that's a really good question. I gotta give you. I gotta give you two. One's a little silly, but it's true, and then one is a little more serious. The silly one, um, as as Clara speaks her opinions, especially on maybe a camera she didn't know that was working, that is that is wildly untrue. If I, oh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would love if those things were happening every night. But I am a man, <laughs> like else, and, and there are times where I get I'm tired, just like everybody else in the world. <laughs> 
yeah. be really, really cool if that was happening. Every time. <laughs> I'm putting that out there in the world that, yeah, it just doesn't. It just sucks. You know? Yeah, I was like, boy, Claire is a hell <laughs> <laughs> I said, boy, you had to take any man out. I don't care what he's trying to do. I'd be like, you know what? I'm good if you good. I mean, we ain't good. I'm not a machine. You know, we're, not a machine. we're getting crazy comments. It's like, like we have a routine. It's like nine o'clock, you know, uh, supper, <laughs> 10 o'clock, let's go. 10 <laughs> That's just, just unreal. Because, like, enough, you two, enough. <laughs> Um, the one that's a little bit more serious that's actually really near and dear to my heart that we have had a lot of great conversations around um, is specifically like around religion. Um, I think my personal feelings on religion, I I'm at a point in life where it's very, it hurts me how much religion has hurt people. And yeah. we, there, there's such a big difference between faith and religion and, and what you believe in, you know, like, I had, I've, I've had so, my mom's my best friend in the world. I talk to her every single day. And we've had so many conversations of religion and religious practices. There's even a conversation I had with Claire's mom that you don't see all of it about me saying that, you know, they ask, do you want your kids in church every Sunday? It's like, no, that's, that's, that's a religious practice. If I show up to church every single Sunday, that doesn't, doesn't guarantee me, it doesn't put me in heaven. It's about my relationship with God. Come on. And so, it's, it's, re it's really, really tough because I, I, after one thing that I understand and empathize with her so much about is having a tough time, almost getting beat over the head with religion as a child and yeah. what that has done to so many different people. I have friends, I have family. Yeah. I went through that. There was a time in my life where I did, I was struggling on what I believed in. And so it's really, really tough because religion has been used so, so much to hurt people. And mm -hmm. I would never weaponize religion against somebody else. And so, um, that was really, really, that, that, that's something I really struggle with. And it actually really uh, encouraged my faith and understanding of like what grace is. Cause I think we, as you know, believers sometimes struggle with the concept of grace and that we get new mercies every single day. And so these things, you know, after something that was great to be on the show is that me exercising and understanding those things are really, really great. Um, I had a conversation with a friend. I know I'm, I'm long-winded on monologue. Hey, no, you want to hear from I had a conversation. This is the last thing I'll wrap up with. I had a conversation with a, a good friend that I used to work with, and we really broke down the concept of the scripture, John 3.16, with, with you know God giving his son to the world. And there's really two ways that I've, I've really struggled my life looking at it as like I'm indebted and this is this thing that I owe this debt to and that there's no mercy for me. Ooh, Ryan. Ooh, Ryan, Melissa was saying that same thing. Talk more, say things. <laughs> or, but viewing this as like the greatest gift and like the ultimate show of love that, that God could give to us. So anyway, like that was really something that was really, really tough for me. Um, after, if I'll open up and say that there was comments that hurt, those are the comments that hurt the most because I know all those comments are rooted in people hurt by religion. They're not hurt by Ryan. They're hurt by 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 what uh, what what I don't want to say what I believe in, but the appearance of what I believe in. So mm -hmm. that was a very long winded on my misconception. Of, now, let me no, tell you what, because the world was ending and church was closed down. You can keep going because this is good. This is food right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of the toughest because at the end of the day, um, yeah, we all deserve grace. I deserve grace. Every single person on the Zoom call deserves Anybody watching this, we all deserve grace. And so I'm not going to sit here and condemn somebody because of what they believe in, what, what is right for them. 
I don't have my mom. I grew up with the statement of Mary telling me I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, and I don't have one for anybody. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you this one. You said your mama's name is Mary. Mary, yes. Oh, that's my mama's name. She's telling me the same thing. Yep. Girl, Let me tell you what. Won't nobody put you in hell quicker than black people. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. Black people, hey, you know you're, you're, you're going oh, to hell for that. Yeah. It's your decision, you huh? You don't even have a deed to a house. How do you yeah. have hell? Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, deed to a house. You don't have a deed You can't to even house. put me in the basement. How you going? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, the last, the last one. Oh, misconception of us. Uh, the yeah, the biggest misconception of mm-hmm. us. Um, I, I really, I like, I like balance this line because something that's really. Hey, Miska. She <laughs> <Aww. laughs> she's, she's like, man, I'm up in here. Yeah, she's <laughs> misconception as well. Uh, um, misconception that I really like struggle with and like a balancing act, specifically getting into the social media world, is like. Claire and I have a very strong, solid foundation. So it's almost like we fight this constant battle of like wanting to appear authentic, but not too fake and all these different things. And like, at the end of the day, I'm like, we have to do what's like natural to us. And so it's like, it's like tough sometimes. Right. Because Mm -hmm. like, I I think we did create a very strong, solid foundation on the show. And I did think we put in a lot of important work right there. We're still not perfect. We still have conversations. We still have disagreements. We still have fights and stuff like that, just like normal couples. But it's like almost this, it's so tough, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I will never, I, I don't, it's, it's tough for me to put into words um, what it means to have your relationship in a spotlight and just have everybody have something to say about it. And the thing that I've rested my head on is like, we just have to be authentic to us. And so, you know, people can, you know, people can say whatever they want. You know, and that's the thing that this whole experience has taught me is like, hey, man, like I can't control the narrative. I can't control what shows up on that TV screen. I can't sh- I can't control, you know, what happens. I just got to I got to put in my faith and let the let the chips fall within me. Um, I want to say two things before we close out. Number one, I literally and I mean this literally just a few weeks ago was having a conversation with my mom about understanding the need of the the story of the cross as a story of love and grace and not a story of condemnation like i'm so bad that someone had to die for me and so i'm like so unworthy and like i need to constantly work to prove my worth is something i constantly have struggled with literally just having this conversation with my mom like a couple weeks ago so i think that is so so key um the last thing that i wanted to say was for the couples that are filming what is your advice to them oh man so my initial thought actually sort of paybacks on what he was just saying at the end of the experiment at the end of the day at the end of social media all you have is yourself whether your marriage works or not you are guaranteed your integrity and the person that you are granted you absolutely can make the marriage part work. But if you are not true to yourself, your marriage isn't going to work. People are going to hate you. It's not going to work out for you. Like the most important thing I think is just being honest and being who you are. And if people don't like you for being who you are, then that's their loss. But at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, that's what you got left. And I would add to that before I give mine Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, Clara was very true to herself. Like people, people have asked me, I've got messages of like, were you upset when you saw X, Y, and Z? It was like, wasn't the coolest thing in the world to see. I prefer it didn't, wasn't on there. But at the end of the day, 
that's how she feels. And she's being yeah. true to herself. And as a, as a partner and a spouse, I have to hear that even when I don't want to hear that. So I, even, even in my frustration, I remember the, the moment I found out that that was going to be in an episode, I was like, what in the world is this? But <laughs> in, in reflection, you're like, but like, what's the truth behind that? Because that is how she feels. Because the root of that is I wasn't doing a good enough job of showing her physical affection. And that's where she needed to be met at. And so to being, being true to yourself, your, your spouse should respect that and understand that. Um, the other thing that I would add to it um, is very similar to what she said is like, these cameras are going to go away. Probably one day Instagram will go away. People will forget about Ryan Oubre and Claire Oubre at some point. doesn't matter how many Instagram followers you got, any of that stuff. That stuff's going to go away. But like at the end of the day, like this is the person that you have to focus on. You have to put everything into it. You have to, whether you want to do it on camera or off camera, whatever it is, you have to make sure you put that person first. Were you less closer for real? Were you surprised at any of the decisions? There was one that we thought might be <laughs> yes a game or no. Time. That's all. No, no, no. There was one that what we thought might be a game time decision. <laughs> uh, Not a game time decision. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, yeah, we were we were waiting for the update. Like uh, Trey Trey Young the other night on that hockey. <laughs> We know he's a player now. Doubtful, yeah. doubtful. Yeah. The game time decision. That's hilarious. Well, oh, listen, yeah. I just, do you want to close? Yes, because this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we he's so mean. truly love you guys. We are so grateful that you, got, you guys came and chopped it up with us. You know, at the end of the day, we are entertainers too. But when it comes to this show, we are just fans like anybody else. We are, yeah. we are, we looking forward to our favorite show with our favorite people um thank you guys for coming on is there anything oh yeah real quick it's part of the reason i think too uh trying to walk the line of being like a fan of the show sorry trying to walk the line between being like a fan of the show talking about the show but also we cut it off so like we'll do the interview with you and then that's it that's, that's it. it we try not to get embroiled in the scandal and the right drama that can we be like so to go with only the things that were shown on the television and then, show and then clock out because it'd be yeah. girl hey hey i <laughs> oh we know we know we be like bruh nah we talking about the show stuff the stuff they said ain't no hearsay none of that stuff we ain't gonna add no insult to injury but yeah. to, 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 but to be honest with you like that's another perfect example of like there are people on social media asking us to chime in. And it's like, yeah. hey, man, at this point, the show is over. You can't you can't yeah. even come and ask me about what I think. Because, like, there's an aspect to the show. It's like, you sit down and do these interviews. It's like, tell me what you think about this person. Tell me what you think about it. And I'm, and I'm like Marshawn Lynch. I'm like, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't get fined. Fined, exactly. What is going on, Ryan? Why don't you have a, hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined, boss man. Right. Now, at that point, you got to tell them, like, we'll tell them, don't show up at my job and ask me nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, pretty much, pretty much. And that was your energy the whole show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The moment yeah. Boo Boo hit the fan in uh, on that bus, Ron was like, "That that's exactly what I said when it cut off." Yeah, yes. Oh, right. cut off. This? The front windshield. I, we'll be looking at a mess. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I said when I sound cut out. Ryan was over there like, "That's about to be a Denny's right there." <laughs> 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 Right. <laughs> and Claire got on board real quick. She was like, mm, may, may, yeah, the right. be be may the Lord be with you. May the Lord watch me in need. 
That that was kind of that was kind of like our go-to. Just like, hey, hey, babe, that's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. <laughs> I know we keep saying that the last thing I'm gonna add, I'll keep it short. Okay, I'm, like, done, I'm done. I'm done for real. Yeah, that's how I know I would like you, Ryan, because we just be talking. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 tough because to be honest with you, I do I do want to comment and I and I do want to step in and you do want to offer assistance because again, a lot of the things that are happening on the show, I think actually to quote you, Angel from one of the episodes is like, these things aren't unfamiliar. You're just seeing it on a TV screen. Like mm-hmm. they every single day, you're just mm-hmm. seeing it on a TV screen. Listen, yeah. quiet is kept. Y'all lives on TV ain't nothing about our real life people. Oh. We'd be like, oh, if that was on TV, I ooh, now our friends back home. That stuff don't hold a candle to do. I mean, this stuff was light work compared to some things we done heard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, can we? Yes, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'll talk. Thank you, no, guys. Uh, you want to your social media? <laughs> Marcus, I will. I will remove you. <laughs> I am. I need to take a shower. I'm overheating. I'm 250 pounds. The sun is relentless. I'm hungry. <laughs> I thought you weren't hungry. I, I I wasn't hungry when I said it. A little bit of hunger than said it. <laughs> that was five minutes ago. That's how it's all long it takes. Uh, Let them get their social. I, I, I was trying to get there. This is marriage, Ryan and Clara. I'm trying yeah. to <laughs> right. the foolish Ryan and uh and, and Claire, please shout your social media. Let us know where to follow you. If you so please, unless y'all don't want people bothering y'all. No, it's fine. Um is at Ryan Ubre, R-Y-A-N-O-U-B-R-E on Instagram. And I'm at Clara Ubre, C-L-A-R-A-O-U-B-R-E, and I'm on everything. You just find me everywhere. <laughs> Hey, I'm close, TikTok. I'm close to it. It's going to be <laughs> Well, congratulations again to you guys. We wish you nothing but success and long marriage. We appreciate you guys. And maybe we'll all be in Atlanta. We'll go down to, yeah. to uh, have a have a beer on. Well, I don't really drink beer, but have a drink on me. I actually want, we need to do a meetup where we where we actually meet all the people we've interviewed. Like do a Married at First Sight yes. meetup with the bald and the beautiful. Yes. That would mm-hmm. be so fun. We would love to do that. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much, man. Blessings to you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.